Previously on Wildspace, three new employees of Wildspace Megacorp were assigned to a YT-2400 freighter and sent on a mission to scuttle a long-lost ship in the depths of the Wildspace territories. Their freighter, which they agreed to name the Galaxy Run, came upon the wreckage of an abandoned ancient ship called the Hunger. Your comlink rings. Hey guys, it's Sawyer. Everyone stop moving. I'm just checking in and see how you're doing. Real, real good. Hey, great news. We're on a Sith's old ship and everyone's dead. I'm, I'm real sorry. Uh, can you say that again? I must be breaking up or something because I could swear for a second that you said Sith. Damaged and seemingly inoperable, the hunger showed no signs of life when the budding gank bounty hunter Vec Dugo and former Imperial physician Dr. Kron Colto began their exploration of the vessel. Their pilot, the debonair Twi'lek scoundrel Sawyer Jex, remained on the galaxy run while his new partners embarked. Yeah, I immediately regret checking yeah. in with you guys. Don't leave now. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be back on the ship checking no, out a few not. things. Okay. What seemed like a simple mission took a turn for the worse when Vec and Dr. Colto discovered the ship had been used for nefarious purposes and was now devoid of life, save for a hardy and elusive alien species called the Probite. As you approach this T-intersection, you look to your left and you see a hazy shape that is translucent and it is it is looking at you, although it seems to be sort of vibrating uh, enough that you can't make out really sharp details because it's at uh, quite a distance. It looks at you and you look at it at a distance of let's say 20 yards. What do you do? I am gonna maybe try and find a way around, but I'm hauling ass the other direction and I'm calling over my shoulder that's the Probite! It will disintegrate us! <laughs> the Provite, as described in a stored hollow by an ancient Sith alchemist, is a species he was researching in hopes of discovering the secrets to eternal life. However, the Provite developed a defense mechanism against the Sith alchemist's invasive tactics where they could phase in and out of the physical plane avoiding detection and harm. The Provite also had a very unique ability to kill a life form by touching them or by overtaking their body. So, um, um, so I will follow you. Tell, you're not going to tell Sawyer that like there's... No. All right. <laughs> no, he hung up twice. He's scared. He's, curr he's currently on my sh list. Uh, that is exactly why we are not going to tell Sawyer because he's scared... Poopless of everything. And you're worried that he's fear, gonna book off on the My ship. fear is that there is not gonna be a galaxy run waiting for us when we get when we exactly. get to the, to the damn docking bay. Exactly. So, the Sith Alchemist, almost as if he expected someone to recover the ship, provided detailed directions to survive an encounter with the Provite. He provided two amulets sporting red and yellow crystals to protect the wearers from the Provite's ability to kill or overtake a host. With Sawyer Jex not knowing what transpired on the hunger, Vec and Dr. Colto hastily fled from two trailing Provite, 
boarded an awaiting escape pod pre-programmed to navigate to the next location on their reluctant journey. The planet, D-Soul Prime. Hope that refreshed your memory as to what happened last time. And to all of our listeners, welcome to Wild Space. We're switching it up this week, where we have taken the role of GM, or Game Master, and we've transferred it to the least likely source to succeed. <laughs> oh, that was so Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and the most unlikeliest of characters would pick up the GM role. <laughs> anyway, folks, we are in, in true spirit of what Wild Space actually is. These three quirky content creators are going to be switching off the role of Game Master for our campaigns. And this is the first one that Cash is going to do. So be kind and rewind for all you Blockbuster fans out there. <laughs> the last Blockbuster fan <laughs> in Alaska. <laughs> and one guy in Alaska. <laughs> anyway, folks, I hope you enjoy it. Gentlemen, are you ready to continue our adventure? Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, So excited. You find yourselves in deep space with your escape pod advancing through wild space toward the planet of Diesel Prime. The galaxy run piloted by the very evasive Sawyer Jax follows close behind. He has no idea what's going on. Now the escape pod does not seem to be moving toward Diesel Prime. In fact, it's heading in the direction of Sol 1, which is D-Sol Prime's only moon. Now there's nothing that Vec and Dr. Colto can do to stop the trajectory toward the moon as these coordinates inside their escape pod have been pre-programmed. The escape pod races through the moon's atmosphere and lands safely upon the completely desolate moon of Sol 1. Now, as the escape pod lands, a compartment slides open from the control panel of the escape pod, revealing a single data card. Now, the Galaxy Run followed the path of the escape pod. He's a little confused at this point, but it has landed safely near the escape pod on the surface of the moon, and the boarding hatch opens. Well, first of all, I am very confused as to why we're not on diesel prime so i guess so is sawyer jacks i assume pretty close to the escape pod yes he has landed a a safe distance following all of the guidelines of galactic piloting <laughs> he has he has landed a very safe distance from the escape pod uh, as to you know allow for everybody's survival but yes he's close Next important question, is, is the moon like habitable? Can I breathe on the moon? Yes, the moon actually has an atmosphere and has a, um, has a concentration of breathable oxygen. So everybody's good on this particular moon. All right, so Sawyer Jax steps out of the galaxy run and looks around and says, what, what, the, 
what the criff? <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on now. He <laughs> is still pretty amped up from hearing, you know, the word Sith. And all of a sudden, Kron Kolta was yelling at him. And he says, set a course for Diesel Prime. And then all of a sudden, you're on the moon, which is not Diesel Prime. So Sawyer is like... He's just standing in the middle of this moon with like his arms outstretched in one of those like, what? Why? Why? Can can we see that actual Diesel Prime from the surface of the moon? Diesel Prime is a pretty desolate planet um, out in the uh, in the reaches of wild space. Um, it's along the Smuggler's Run um, pathway, and it looks like there's not a whole lot of greenery on this particular planet. This planet looks quite desolate. As a matter of fact, if you were to, uh, in true Star Wars enthusiast fashion, if you were to look at the planet, you might almost think it looks just like Tatooine. I assume that I'm like, it's some like 30 or 40 yards away from the escape pod. Yeah, you're close enough for us to see that you're like, what the, WTF. Has Vec uh, walked out of the escape pod yet? So Vec, Vec, yes, I have walked out of the escape pod and my back is to you. I'm looking at the the D- Diesel Prime. I look down at the surface and I point to Diesel Prime. I I think you missed. <laughs> yeah. And Sawyer also pointing at Diesel Prime is just doing one of those pantomime like <laughs> arms up like, what? I thought we were going there. Like, I don't know what's going on. But I the first things first for him is he's going to yell over to Vec Dugo and, and say, so, like, are you... Are y'all infected? Just <laughs> <laughs> who says that. Um, all right, so so uh, Vec just just slowly starts walking towards you with his arms out. Whoa, whoa, slow down! I'm gonna have you roll a COVID check I'm, here real quick. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm backing up just as slowly. It's like Doctor Evil. No, come here, come here, come here. <laughs> no, um, I I cough. That's all I do in response. Okay, so, well, Sawyer's got to figure this out. So Sawyer, Sawyer is going to attempt to walk over to Vectu and go, I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on. You guys are yelling through the comms and all of a sudden go to Diesel Prime, but we're not on Diesel Prime. That's Diesel Prime over there. And I know you didn't fly this escape pod manually, so it was set for this moon. But why? What? I thought you said it was set for Diesel Prime. It was supposed to be set for Diesel Prime. So Dr. Colto uh, sashays off of the <laughs> off of the escape pod, and um, he, um, he he looks over and, and he's he's just shaking his head and he says, "Yeah, I, I get it, I get it." He said, "Look, the controls on this thing were locked. We had no other choice but to land here. It was pre-programmed to land us here. And look, let's just let's get on the Galaxy Run and let's head in the direction." of the actual Diesel Prime, and I promise we will catch you up to speed on everything that just happened to us, because there's a lot to talk about. I just kind of smack Jex on the back and just walk in, start walking towards the Galaxy Run. I'm visibly uncomfortable with you touching me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to, like, cautiously get on the Galaxy Run as well. So Dr. Colto, as he's stepping off, he kind of gets your attention and says, Hey! And he holds up a very small data chip and says, this might be important. And he hands it to either one of you, <laughs> whoever's going to grab it. 
I lean back like, not for me. Oh, God. Oh, all right. Well, I look at you and I'm clearly saying that you're not picking it up. I'm like, fine. What is it? I have no idea. We'll find out on the way down. Do we both have Southern accents now? (laughs) (laughs) So what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I, 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 I guess I grab this thing from you and I'm looking at it. I'm like, I guess we could plug this into the galaxy run and see, see what happens. I have no idea what this thing is, but I, there's nothing on this moon. Do you guys want to stay on this moon for any reason? No, I don't know. That thing just popped out as soon as we landed that data card popped out of the console of the pod. So I think it's probably a good idea that we try and figure out what's on that thing and start moseying toward the planet. Okay. Can we, we're going to have to have a powwow. I don't terribly want to do it right here on the middle of this, uh, dead moon here. So let's get on the run. And then we, we need to talk about some stuff because I am 1000% uncomfortable with what's going on here and where we are and what's about to happen because now we want to go to the planet. So let's just get on the run and we'll take off. And then at least if I need to go somewhere quickly, we can do that. We all walk on to the galaxy run and then up comes the hatch and take off towards uh, D-Soul Prime. Sounds good. Does the galaxy run have some sort of like galley area, you know, like on the Millennium Falcon where they had the uh, the gaming table? The Sabak table? Yes. Um it it does, and uh, I, I don't know. I, uh, that was that was a Dejaric table, I believe. Uh, yes. Oh, Dejaric. Oh, sorry about that. Actually, actually, <laughs> well, well, actually, <laughs> but like the Galaxy Run is kind of a crap hole ship at this point, right? So I wonder what they have there. Yeah. They have like half half a Dejaric <laughs> table. No, so the Dejaric table has been removed. All you see is the empty, rusty bolt holes and a bloodstain. <laughs> like just a couple conduits coming out where like you could have had a Dejaric table. So everyone's gathered around the conduits. <laughs> it was where somebody clearly didn't let the wiki win. <laughs> beaten to death by a Dejaric table. All right. Sawyer at this point... I demand a recap of what's going on. I am not. I understand that I'm the pilot on this, uh, kind of. I know that you guys can pilot too, but I'm going to say that I'm the pilot because I don't want to pilot anymore until you guys explain to me what happened. Now, you can you can do it in some sort of summary fashion or, or however you want to do it, but I need to know what's up. And you don't have to, you don't have to do this. I'm just saying, like, Sawyer wants this to happen before he goes anywhere. Is there a couch? Oh, boy. What's about to happen? <laughs> Cue the 70s music. Hey, baby. There's, if there is one, it is a the most dilapidated of college couches. Yes, it is. It has definitely seen its share of uh, fraternity events. But, yes, there is a uh, there's a some type of a lounge area in there minus the Dejarc table. Okay, so did uh, did Jex, uh, did Sawyer say that, Sonny, or is that something that he just... Sawyer wants a recap. Sawyer needs, like, and I'm saying that you, we don't have to do a recap here, but what I'm saying is that Sawyer is not going to just blindly go on anymore. He needs to understand what happened because he was only in for, like, half of the conversation. Vex sits down on the couch, extends his legs out, full crisscross, and just folds his arms, looks over at Sawyer, and just pats the seat next to him. This makes Sawyer uncomfortable. <laughs> but reluctantly, I am I'm not in the business of turning down uh, the gank at this point. So I, I go over and I sit next to him. Sawyer Jax is, uh, 
visibly uncomfortable that he has to sit, you know, within four feet of of another human being, let alone a budding bounty hunter. But he does anyway because he's his curiosity is just is, is so peaked. So he ends up sitting down, and uh, the, the rest of the crew, Doctor Cronkolto and and uh, Beck, give get him up to speed on what's going on. And we also are very candid in telling him why we didn't want him to know because we needed to ride out of there and we needed to make sure that he was going to um, to follow through with that. So hey, look, we apologize for keeping things a little quiet, but. This is what happened. So he is consider him now fully up to speed on what's going on. What do we are we under some sort of like obligation to to follow up on this? Are you guys well, I mean, what do we do now with this information? I mean, we left the the ship. That was our contract. We were supposed to recover the ship. I don't even I can't quite remember how much money they were going to give us and how many credits, but I don't think we're getting that. And now, you know, we're out here in space. Do we call back to the dub and tell Wild Space Corp that, you know, we didn't get your ship and also we found like, uh, I don't know, a Sith and maybe seems like he's probably dead by now, but like another species clearly is not dead and they're haunting that ship, I think. I don't know what to do. What do you guys want to do here? I mean, Wild Space wants their money, no matter what. You can't come back empty handed. That's our first job. We don't do this. That's not going to go anywhere for you. We still got to keep going. Just riddle me this. If for some reason this Sith is not full of criff and what he's saying is actually true, we could discover the secret or the secrets leading towards eternal life. Are you kidding me? If, if anything else, we've discovered a species that probably has been unknown for years, if not completely unknown, we could be the trio that makes a lot more than 500 measly credits for scuttling a damn old ship. So the way I look at it, it's worth a shot. <sighs> I really hate being on the run and <sighs> retirement sure would be nice. <sighs> I mean, okay. So, okay. Okay. Uh, but I don't really want, I mean, I don't really want to be, uh, I guess possessed, <laughs> you know, like it's not high on my list of things to accomplish today. And it seems to me that there's only two amulets and the only place that we're going to go is to Diesel Prime, right? So, like, what's the plan here? Don't forget vaporized. Okay, I won't forget vaporized. Seems like I would have rather forgotten vaporized than I did, but thank you for bringing that to my attention. I look at Kron. Kron, is there anything you could analyze while I take him to Diesel Prime? I think he needs to get a little his feet wet a little bit. What about that chip? We got that chip, right? Yeah, we'll take care of the chip. I think what we need right now is a hard and fast I'm in from everybody. Because if we can't do this by ourselves, there's no doubt that we need all three of us to at least get through this. Look, it's not exactly my wheelhouse. Like, my wheelhouse is not go out into the middle of nowhere and fight Sith and, uh, you know, uh, revive the dead, I guess. I, I do like credits. So, I guess... I got nowhere else to go after this. If I go back and they fire me, like, what's after Wild Space Corp, right? Like, 
there isn't anything after Wild Space Corp. If I get killed by the hut and his uh, lieutenant that are after me with the bounty, so uh, yeah, I guess I'm in. Okay, I hate to say this, but if we discover the secret to eternal life, if this is an actual thing, then F Wild Space Corp and F whoever the heck is hunting you, we could bypass all of them and be the heroes of the galaxy. Are you kidding me? Look, I've had my share of education and I've had my share of calling things the way that they are. All I'm saying is I got nothing to lose anymore. If you guys are on board, I for one am in. I raise a finger. Which one? <laughs> the middle one. Does that does that mean he's in? I don't know. I'm not real good with this gank here. This this guy's freaking me out. But I mean, I think he's in. All I know is that if he's as tough as he's giving me the vibes right now, then I then I definitely need him in. So I don't know. Do you speak gank? Was that in? I think it's a cultural thing, and I think his culture is there's a whole lot of him effing with us. So I'm pretty sure he ain't going anywhere. I just look at him and go, "Rar." <laughs> Doctor Colto points to your pocket and says, "What's on that data card?" Okay, so I I guess I plug the data card into the Galaxy Run, and we fire it up. Okay, so before you do that, I'm going to need a computer's check from you. (laughs) All right, so this is actually in his backstory, that Sawyer Jax thinks he's good at computers, but isn't. (laughs) So That's exactly why... I'm going to throw you a bone and say, no difficulties here. It's just, it, Look, you know that every IT person will tell you, if you find a flash drive. <laughs> right, just immediately plug it into whatever port you can. <laughs> immediately plug it in. So you want one purple difficulty? No, nope, no difficulty. I Just, just your, your innate computer skills, we'll see where you land. Okay. Well, I rolled one success and one advantage. So I guess plugging it in, it did something. Okay. So the Galaxy Run, despite its uh, its obvious issues with everything, because it has like zero upgrades at all. It is like the base class ship. There's not even any carpeting in it. It's more like just hose the blood off the deck and you're good to go. It's one of those. Um, base model YTs, Um, you plug it in. What it looks like is a link, and you have a touchscreen in front of you, so it is a link to the galaxy-wide holonet. Mm. And, like, that's all it is. It's very recognizable as a link, so it could take you someplace else if you choose to further explore it. It's a link. Okay, so it's like a hyperlink. Okay. Uh, I look over at, at Vec, and I'm like, it's a link. I, I wipe my eyes, like, shake my head, like, and? Well, I, I don't know. I thought this was kind of like a team approach to things. Like, should I click the link, or do we have to vote on these kind of things? Push the Griffin button. Colto reaches over and presses <laughs> the link. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> he smiles and just stares at Sawyer. <laughs> I, I put my hands up. I'm like, what? <laughs> So now what you are able to tell with uh, with all of your uh, technological prowess is that the link would take is taking you to a place on the net that is normally hidden. It's not typically 
available to the average person accessing the hollow. Now, this would be the equivalent of the dark web in the modern world. So there's just certain things that happen on the screen where you know, like, uh-oh, like antiviruses are popping up. A message auto plays on the audio system of the Galaxy Run. And this is what you hear. D-Soul Prime. You will never find a more wretched hive of murderous intent. From the arid climate and desolate landscape to the inhabitants themselves, this desert wasteland requires a strong constitution, an accurate blaster, and a pinch of luck to survive. D-Soul Prime was once home to several maximum security super prisons maintained by the now defunct Galactic Empire. These massive institutions dotted the planet's landscape and housed some of the most notorious criminals in the galaxy. Since its fall, the Empire no longer controls the facilities, nor maintains their incarcerated inhabitants. Reports state that as soon as the Empire was put to an end, Imperial Guards and staff of the facilities abruptly abandoned their posts, escaped the planet, and unlocked all the holding cells once they were in the safety of D-Soul Prime's atmosphere. What ensued was a free-for-all. Prisoners clashed with each other as they descended into the lawless desert, searching for space-worthy craft to steal so they could escape the now-hostile planet. Though many of the prisoners emerging from the prison facilities were able to leave the planet, many chose to stay on world and formed outlaw gangs wreaking havoc in every way possible. In the months to follow, many unknowing traders and travelers fell victim to these anarchist escapees. The small city settlements that did exist on the planet were abandoned by their peaceable inhabitants, leaving nothing but destitute ghost towns for the former inmates to resettle. D-Soul Prime has since earned a reputation as a lawless, untamed landscape. It's often referred to as Desolate Prime. A word to the wise, be careful and fly casual. And the message ends. I'm out. <laughs> So I'm wearing this mask, like you can't see my face. You know, you just see the the two yellow glowing eyes kind of thing. Uh, but he starts nodding his head and starts slow clapping. I don't know what you're clapping about. What on earth do you think we are going to do down there? It is a planet run by convicts. And I look at him. We don't even know what we're looking for. Violence. Lots and lots of violence. Gentlemen, I know we're taking a risk. Could it mean our lives? Yeah, it probably could. What else do we have to lose at this point? The only thing that we have to gain is success. Look, I know the Empire. I know Sith. If there's anything that I know, it's those two things. This guy could be legit. This guy wants us to meet him on this planet. If the case ends up being what he says it is, it's retirement for all three of us. Credits. Get lost, go anywhere you want, the outer rim, the core, anywhere you want to go. It's all you because we'll have the credits to do so. I say we take the risk. Let's go. Come on. <sighs> yeah, you're in no matter what. If you're not in, I'm spacing you. Come on, we're going. Well, that's not great either. No, it's not. You have two, one option. Fine. One. Just keep reminding me about these credits. Just keep putting that in front of me, and I guess we'll just keep going. Well, the credits start with you piloting this ship. Fine. So he goes up and he he sits down behind the seat, which immediately like 
just sort of breaks down to the right. <laughs> like a stabilizer just immediately cracks. He looks down at it. He's like, <sighs> and he punches in the coordinates to D-Soul Prime. So the crew descends through the planet's atmosphere, and as they do so, they find themselves in the midst of a dangerous sandstorm. They can't see anything. The cockpit is completely covered up. The YT is shaking all over the place. The Galaxy Run can barely hold its trajectory. The freighters jolted violently to and fro, and they can see panels being ripped off the ship in the fierce winds as they descend toward the surface of Diesel Prime. Mr. Sawyer Jex, as our pilot, I'm gonna have you roll me a piloting check against three difficulty. Oh, <laughs> oh. I was gonna say, I was so excited I get to pilot. Is this piloting planetary or space? This is going to be planetary because we are within the atmosphere of Diesel Prime. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to go badly, but we're going to give it a run. You ready? <laughs> I didn't expect it to go well. All right. Piloting planetary. If I pull this off, it's going to be a freaking miracle. Oh, my God. I did two successes, but one threat. Ooh. Wow. I was not expecting it to go that way, <laughs> but okay. Welcome to GMing, friend. Oh, my God. That is awesome. <laughs> well played, sir. Two successes, one threat. Okay. What happens is, is uh, amidst all of this chaos, and nobody thinks that this hunk of junk is going to survive what it's going through right now. You are able to bring the ship almost to a landing. It's coming down. You're st it's still rocking and rolling a little bit, but you're able to hold the ship together by finding a pocket of relative calm within this sandstorm. And the galaxy run, as it starts descending, is contacted by a some type of a radio operator just comes over the audio system into the galaxy run and this is uh this is what you hear unidentified vessel identify you are off course and repeat unidentified freighter identify yourself immediately okay so sawyer with <laughs> You know, as he's white knuckling this uh, <laughs> YT on its way down, <laughs> just just trying to hold this this thing together, <laughs> looks over at Vakdugo, who's just shaking enough that he's almost a blur. He goes, "This is this is the Galaxy Run. Uh, we are inbound for landing." <laughs> Will Sawyer Jack safely land the galaxy run on Diesel Prime in the middle of a sandstorm? Will Vec Dugo finally get to fire his blasters? Find out on the next episode of Wild Space RPG. Hello, I'm D3A0, Protocol Droid, and thank you for tuning in to Wild Space. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell your friends. Consider subscribing and leaving us a review. Visit us on Twitter and Instagram at Wild Space Corp to stay updated. For all of our content, find us on the Holonet at wildspacecorp.com. 
Email your transmissions to wildspacecorp at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 202-743-6120. Thank you, and see you next time on Wild Space.